Hi ladies and welcome to the Amazing Bible Dot Book Club. I am Julie Callio, your host, and thanks so much for taking time out of your busy schedules to tune in with me today. If by chance you want to contact me, you can do that at theab.bc.pc at gmail.com. Well, today we are looking at chapters 3 through 8a of 2 Kings, which focuses on Elisha. After Elijah was taken up in a whirlwind, Elisha received a double portion of the spirit of Elijah. He has already separated the waters of the Jordan River and walked on dry ground. He's already purified waters for the people of Jericho and cursed some disrespectful kids. And now we see he helps Israel and Judah defeat Moab. At the death of King Ahab, Moab refused to pay tribute to Israel. So Jehoram, the king of Israel, asked Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, to help him. They took the long way through the wilderness of Edom, and that king of Edom also helped them. This led them to running out of water to drink, and the king of Judah asked if there was a man of God that they could seek wisdom. In verse 14 of chapter 3, Elisha said, As the Lord of hosts lives, before whom I stand, surely if it were not for the presence of Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, I would not help you. Interestingly, Elisha asked for a musician to come and play, and when he did, the hand of the Lord came upon him. Then Elisha said, Make ditches all over the valley. And water came by the way of Edom, and the ditches were full, so they and their animals could drink. Plus, the Moabites saw it, and the reflection looked like blood to them, so they attacked, thinking that the kings had attacked each other, and the Moabites were defeated, and they retreated. We then see other miracles from Elisha. He helped a prophet's widow who was in debt. He told her to go and get as many vessels from her neighbors and then take her one jar of oil and pour it into the jars she collected. And they were all filled with oil. And when the jars were full, the oil ceased. She had enough to pay off her debt and to live off of the rest. There was another godly woman that noticed Elisha passing their way a lot. She and her older husband made room for him to stay. Elisha was grateful for their kindness, so he told her in a year from now she would be with child, for she was barren. It happened as Elisha said. After the child was grown, he went out to the field and died. They brought him into Elisha's bed and sought Elisha. Elisha made an interesting comment in verse 27 of chapter 4. He said that the Lord has hid it from him and has not told him why the woman was distraught. The woman would not leave Elisha's side until they got to the house. In similar fashion to Elijah, he prayed to the Lord and laid on the sun. And the first time his body began to get warm, And the second time, the child sneezed seven times and opened his eyes. They called the mom and she came. She received her son and fell at Elisha's feet and bowed to the ground. Another miracle of Elisha is that he made some contaminated stew edible by adding flour to it. He then feeds a hundred people with a small offering of first fruits that an unnamed man brought to him. We then have the story of Naaman the Syrian who had leprosy. Naaman was the captain of the host of the king of Syria. 
Well, Syria had at one time attacked Israel and had taken some captives. A young Israelite girl had become a maid for Naaman's wife. She said to her, If only my master would go to Israel, there is a prophet in Samaria that could heal him. They asked the king if he could go, and off he went to Samaria. He addressed the king of Israel first, and when Elijah heard, he sent word to the king and said, Send him to me, so that he will know that there is a prophet in Israel. Naaman came. Elisha sent out a messenger and said, Go to the Jordan River and dip in the water seven times. This angered Naaman. Number one, the prophet did not come out and meet him in person. And number two, the Jordan River was a dirty river, and there are better rivers in Syria. His servants pleaded with him and said, If he would have asked you to do something great, wouldn't you have done it? How much more since he just said, Go wash and be cleaned. So he swallowed his pride. He went to the Jordan River and dipped in it. And on the seventh time, he was healed. He went back to the man of God, Elisha, and stood before him and said, verse 15, Now I know that there is no God in all the earth except in Israel. Please take a blessing, a gift from your servant. Again, Elisha said, As the Lord liveth before whom I stand, I will not receive a gift. Naaman then asked to take dirt from Israel so that he can take it home and make an altar to the God of Israel. And he asks for mercy because he serves the king of Syria who worships a false god. And his job is to go with the king into this idol's house. Elisha sent him in peace. As Naaman left, Elisha's servant ran after Naaman and lied and said Elisha sent him because some prophets had come and they need assistance. So Naaman gave him silver and clothes. When Gehazi, the servant, got back to Elisha, he knew what he had done. And Gehazi received the leprosy of Naaman for his deception and for his greed. Elisha then makes an axe head float on the water in order to help his fellow prophets. We then see that Syria is trying to attack Israel and Elisha warns the king which saves Israel. The king of Syria learns that it is because of Elisha, so he goes and surrounds Dotham, the city where Elisha was. The servant was fearful, but Elisha was not. He prayed that his servant's eyes would be opened and the man saw the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire. Elisha called on blindness to the Syrians and then he led them to the middle of Samaria. Their eyes were opened and the king asked Elisha, should I kill them? And Elisha said, no, give them bread and water and send them home. After this, Ben-Hadad, the king of Syria, gathered his troops and surrounded Samaria. They were there so long that the people in the capital were suffering severe hunger. The king blamed Elisha. Elisha sent word that the Lord said, Tomorrow at this time there will be so much food that the prices will be cheap. The guard at the door didn't believe. And Elisha said, You will see it, but you won't get to eat it. Outside of the city gate were four leprous men. Since they were dying anyway, they thought they might go into the Syrian camp and maybe their lives would be spared. 
when they entered into the camp, all the Syrians were gone. In the middle of the night, the Syrians had heard a noise of chariots and horses, and they thought that there was a great host of warriors surrounding them. Perhaps Israel's king had asked for help from the Hittites and the Egyptians, so they fled and went home. When the four lepers saw that the Syrians had left so quickly that they left all their food and their loot, these men took stuff and they ate and then they began to feel guilty that they had not told the townspeople. So they went and told the king. At first he thought it was a trick to get them out of the walled city. So he sent out spies and they confirmed the stories of the lepers. The people were so excited that they ran out of the city gate and trampled the guard that had not believed Elisha. He saw, but he did not eat, just as Elisha said. We then see Elisha warns the woman of Shunem that there would be a drought and that she would leave to go to the land of the Philistines. She does, and when she comes back, someone had taken her land. So she goes to the king of Israel. When she goes, the king had already been talking with Gehazi as to all the things that Elisha had done. And Gehazi verified that this was the woman whom Elisha had raised her dead son back to life. The king restored all of her land and all that was hers. Elisha then went to Damascus, the land of Syria. King Ben-Hadad was sick and he sent Hazael to go and inquire of the Lord. Elisha said he would recover. And then he stared at Hazael to the point where Hazael was ashamed. And then Elisha cried. Hazael asked, why are you crying? And he answered, because I know the evil you will do unto the children of Israel. He responded, I'm just a servant, a dog. Who am I to do such evil? And Elisha answered, the Lord has shown me that you will be king over Syria. They departed. Hazael told the king he would recover, and the next day, Hazael took a thick cloth, dipped it in water, suffocated the king, and the king died, and Hazael reigned in his place. There are a few things that I want to point out in this passage. Number one, the writer of Kings tells us of about seven miracles that Elijah did, and then we have about 14 miracles that Elisha did. The writer wants us to see the double portion that lies with Elisha. Number two, Jesus talks of Naaman the Syrian when he preaches in his hometown in Luke chapter four. He says that Elijah went to the widow's house in Sidon, a Phoenician country, and that there were many lepers in Israel, but it was Naaman the Syrian that the Lord healed through Elisha. Jesus was saying that the Lord's plan was for all people to come to him. And the Jews tried to kill Jesus for that message. Number three, Nancy Guthrie points out how Elijah and John the Baptist are similar. And then how Jesus and Elisha are similar. For instance, Jesus' first miracle of turning water to wine. They took all of their extra containers and filled them just like the widow in debt. Number two, Jesus raised a widow's dead son back to life. Number three, Jesus feeds 4,000 and 5,000 men with just a little bit of food. Jesus healed lepers. Jesus sends a man born blind to wash in the pool of Siloam. Instead of an axe floating on water, Jesus and Peter walked on water. And Jesus wept at the tomb of Lazarus. And Elisha wept as he saw the evil that Hazael would do. 
Both Elijah and Elisha said, As the Lord of hosts lives before whom I stand. Ladies, we need to remember that we too stand before the Lord of hosts. He is the only true God, and we will answer to our Creator. In the New Testament in Philippians 2 verses 9 through 11, we see that because Jesus willingly died on the cross for our sin and rose again from death, that God exalted him above every name and at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So ladies, Let's live our lives in such a way that we don't stand before him ashamed like Hazael did before Elisha. Instead, let's be women who don't want to leave his side like the woman who lost her son. Until next time, and thank you so much for tuning in today.